Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Delicious meets nutritious in the snack that packs a real protein punch. Wonderful pistachios. Each one-ounce serving of wonderful pistachios has six grams of protein, giving you over 10% of your daily value and making wonderful pistachios one of the highest protein nuts. But perhaps more than that, I love all of the flavors they have. Their sea salt and vinegar ones are my favorite when I'm craving that flavor but want to keep it healthy. But that's just the tip of the iceberg. Wonderful pistachios come in a variety of flavors like chili roasted, honey roasted, smoky barbecue, and jalapeno lime. Perfect for enjoying with family and friends or taking them with you on the go. Whether you're a pistachio purist who loves cracking open every nut or you prefer the convenience of no-shells pistachios, Wonderful Pistachios has got you covered. Grab Wonderful Pistachios and elevate your snacking game today. So fill up with a healthy snack when hunger strikes. Visit wonderfulpistachios.com to learn more. That's wonderfulpistachios.com. This is Optimal Health Daily, episode 2049, The Organic Advantage, by Naomi Arnold, with lesmills.com, and I'm Dr. Neil. This is the podcast where I act as your very own personal narrator and read to you from some of the most popular health and fitness blogs online, and always with a bit of my commentary at the end. And with that, let's get right to it and start optimizing your life. The Organic Advantage by Naomi Arnold with lesmills.com Debate about the nutritional benefits of organically grown food continues. But there is little argument about one thing. If you want to consume less pesticide residue with your food, organics are the way to go. Once, before industrialized farming, we all ate organically. There were no such thing as inorganic pesticides, fertilizers, irradiation, solvents, or synthetic food additives. As a movement, the conversation around organics only took off once industrial farming emerged in the 20th century and the distinction could be drawn. The first books were published in the mid-1940s. The term organic farming was coined actually in 1939. The term organic food barely existed before the mid-1960s. Then it skyrocketed. A second big jump happened in the early 2000s. Organics are fashionable, but there isn't much conventional research to prove a diet high in organics is actually better for you nutritionally. Like all areas of diet and nutrition, the long-term, double-blind, randomized control trials necessary to prove it are difficult to conduct. One area where there has been some scientific agreement, however, is that organics don't have as much pesticide residue as is found in conventionally farmed food. A 2014 meta-analysis found that conventionally farmed food was four times more likely to have pesticide residue than crops grown organically. Research suggests that pesticide exposure, even within legal limits, interferes with the body in subtle ways, including fertility and hormone balance. A recent study in the Journal of the American Medical Association was the first to link pesticides with reduced fertility outcomes. In the Harvard University Earth Study, 
Women undergoing fertility treatment who reported eating more than 2.2 servings per day of the 14 conventionally grown fruits and vegetables with the highest pesticide residues had a 26% lower probability of a successful pregnancy compared to those who ate less than one serving a day. Those women who reported buying organic were excluded from the study. Higher residue foods included apples, strawberries, grapes, leafy greens, sweet peppers, and strawberries. Low residue foods were onions, sweet corn, grapefruit, avocados, and cabbage. The researchers found that replacing just one serving of high pesticide residue produce with a low residue one could increase the probability of a successful pregnancy by an astonishing 88%. And there was a similar association with male reproductive health. The researchers admitted they were surprised by the results. The senior author told CNN that he was initially positive they would find absolutely no relation between exposure to pesticide residues in fruits and vegetables and adverse reproductive outcomes. He said, quote, While I think we need more studies to confirm or refute our findings, I am now more willing to pay the extra money for organic apples and strawberries than I was when we started this project. End quote. So, more research is needed, but there are other reasons to eat organic. Anecdotally, many people report that an organic carrot tastes just more carroty. They choose organic for that reason, as well as to reduce their total synthetic pesticide exposure, support local farmers, and encourage less damaging global farming practices. They're willing to pay more for those carrots too. Eating organically can often be a wealthy person's game due to lower yields and higher labor costs in its production. True, not everyone has $250 a week to spend on groceries and it's difficult to eat 100% organic because of the cost, seasonal and geographical restrictions on production, and the desire to consider other environmental factors, such as food miles and the effect of transit on food quality. But if you want to keep an eye on pesticides, seek out the U.S. Food and Drug Administration's Annual Pesticide Residue Monitoring Program Report. These indicate violations of currently allowable pesticide levels but this still doesn't mean the foods are completely safe. The pesticides detected in tests run by the FDA are known to cause cancer, birth defects, nervous system and brain damage, and developmental problems in children. In 2016, pesticide limit violations were found in 2% of milk samples, 16.2% of egg samples, and 27.1% of honey samples. When testing for the herbicide glyphosate, lower-than-threshold levels of glyphosate were found in 63.1% of the corn samples and 67% of the soybean samples. Meanwhile, acid herbicide residue levels were found in 891 samples, including six grain crops, these were corn, soybeans, barley, rice, wheat, and oats, and eight root crops, which included potatoes, turnips, sugar beets, peanuts, carrots, radishes, beets, and sweet potatoes. So what's the trade-off? If you're concerned about pesticide residue, what are the foods on your plate that you should definitely try to replace with organic? Foods that were found in the Harvard study as having the highest pesticide residue are very similar to the Environmental Working Group's infamous annual pesticide residue list, the Dirty Dozen and the Clean 15. The foods listed on the Dirty Dozen include strawberries, spinach, nectarines, apples, grapes, peaches, 
cherries, pears, tomatoes, celery, potatoes, and sweet bell peppers. The clean 15, meaning those foods that are lowest in pesticide residue, were avocados, sweet corn, pineapples, cabbage, onions, sweet frozen peas, papayas, asparagus, mangoes, eggplant, honeydew melon, kiwi fruit, cantaloupe, cauliflower, and broccoli. So, if you're saving your food dollars, these are the safest commercially grown fruits and vegetables to eat when it comes to pesticide levels. Levels of pesticides can also depend on where they're grown. Check the country of origin label, as some countries have higher limits or regularly flout the laws of the country they're being imported into. After produce, grains are the most likely to have high levels of pesticide residues, with wheat products and breakfast cereals topping the list and oat and pasta products the least likely. Fish from the ocean are more likely to be high in heavy metals than in pesticides, though many freshwater fish are exposed to high levels of pesticides from contaminated water. Meat is another matter. The Environmental Protection Agency advises that meat is contaminated with higher levels of pesticides than any plant food, as well as being dosed with antibiotics and other drugs. Beef, for example, can store pesticides from exposure to crop food. As organisms at the top of the food chain, synthetics accumulate in their fat over time, as they do with humans. Additionally, levels of allowable pesticides can be much higher for animal feed than foods for human consumption. For glyphosate, it can be more than 100 times as much, and the amount of glyphosate allowed in red meat is more than 20 times the allowable level for most plant crops. You just listened to the post titled The Organic Advantage by Naomi Arnold with lesmills.com. We're driven by the search for better, but when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites. One of the things I love about Indeed is that it filters out incompatible applicants. So when you're hiring, The process is much faster, and you only have to consider applicants that are already likely to be a great fit. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at indeed.com slash health. Just go to indeed.com slash health right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash health. Terms and conditions apply need to hire, you need indeed. Dr. Neil here for my commentary. I want to go back to a term that today's author, Naomi, mentioned, glyphosate. A quick side note, when I was a kid, I would watch television shows that would have a word of the day. So imagine today's word of the day is glyphosate. Glyphosate is found in many common types of pesticides that are found on store shelves. Specifically, glyphosate a type of herbicide, so it's used mostly on plants to prevent weeds from growing. Now, that doesn't seem so bad, right? Well, there are recommended thresholds for glyphosate exposure, as today's author explained. But some scientists believe that these thresholds are still too high, meaning 
we should be exposed to less glyphosate. Why? Well, we've learned that glyphosate and its byproducts don't really degrade all that well and can collect in plants and animals over time. And it's believed that these byproducts are more toxic than glyphosate itself. Scientists believe that there may be a connection to these glyphosate byproducts to cancer and mental disorders in humans. In fact, the International Agency for Research on Cancer and the World Health Organization have classified glyphosate as likely carcinogenic, which is a fancy way of saying cancer-causing. All right, that's all the bad news. The good news is that by buying organic products, we can absolutely limit our exposure to glyphosate. All right, that'll do it for today. I hope you're having a great Tuesday. Thank you so much for listening. Thank you for sharing this show with someone. Don't forget, I'll be back here tomorrow as usual. So I'll see you there where your optimal life awaits.